0: welcome back everybody episode 176 that's right i've done 176 of these and you can catch them all over the place and right now the best place to watch them in pretty much the only place i've been dropping a couple little videos here and there on spotify uh because i've been doing those uh that youtube collaboration and i have another one coming out but uh if you want to support me and watch the video versions of this podcast You can go to patreon.com slash Podcast. It's as easy as that. And it's a dollar a month. And it's just me trying to, you know, improve the podcast. All that money is going to go right back into this. I'm saving up for, I don't know yet, either new cameras or new mics. But we'll figure that out. So I appreciate all the support I get. And if a dollar a month is too much for you, I get it. I understand. Uh, but if you would really like to support me for free right now, you can go to KansasCityMag.com. And they're doing uh, their best, best of for 2022. And it's the nomination process. So www.KansasCityMag.com. And is it Matt? Yeah. I should have looked it. I did look it up. And then I lost it. But I think it's com. Yep, and then it's right there on the front page. Go to the Arts and Entertainment and go down to Best Local Podcast and then nominate me, Neander Talk Podcast. Uh, we won it last year. Let's let's run this back. I'm telling you what, if I get nominated again this year for it, I'm going to do some fun videos. I'm going to do like some wrestling promo videos and have a lot of fun with it. So uh, that's the way you can support me for free. Uh, any other way, just, you know, liking my videos and just listening. Uh, whatever. If you're listening, you're supporting me, I guess. I mean, for real. Uh, so, oops. This week, we have Janelle Banks. Uh, I've had her on before. She's the best local female comic. She's, uh, you know, it's it's sad, sad to say that it's separated like that. I mean, women are just as funny as men. And Janelle's no different. I can, yeah, I consider her best, uh, one of the best comics In the city, and this was a good good time. I love having her on. I think we're gonna work together. Right, we're gonna try to work together. I'm not making promises, but we're gonna try and write some fun stuff together. We talk about that uh, towards the end of this episode, I think. Tune in, follow her, Janelle Banks, uh, Miss Just Laugh on Instagram, and um, that's it, everybody. Episode 176. Please nominate me. Please have uh, have a great 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 time listening to this episode and let me know what you think on all the social medias i love you all bye welcome to the inner talk podcast we'll no topic is off limits. now
1: here's your host my daddy and void us soul thank you for coming to the inner Talk Pot-
2: podcast boom talk boom
0: Buddy old pal, you.
2: <laughs> My name is Janelle and I'm on the mic I have nothing else, I'm not a rapper
0: <laughs> You can Go on, you can go, come on, try uh,
2: I used to be really good at rapping And then I started doing stand-up And that's just what I'm better at I think. Give me
0: some throwback bars
2: Oh, I don't even remember any You uh, got none? Come on I have to get drunk enough
0: Start drinking, salute, salute on the uh, We got the Pinot Grigio here uh, the Pinot Gris, it's a wonderful year. It's uh, 1876. Mm. Well, that's when it was established. But that, nice. do you imagine if I had an eight bottle of 1876
2: wine here? Mm, I'd be like, oh, too close to you know some years that we didn't like. <laughs> 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 Yikes!
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's funny. Well, salute to you. Welcome back.
2: Thank you. Well, okay. Are we starting? Yeah, let's
0: start this in three, two, one. Here we go. Neander Talk Podcast. Welcome with Janelle Banks.
2: Hey, how y'all doing? How y'all doing? You
0: last time you were here, you came in, I think, second place or something like that for best comic, but number one in our hearts.
2: Um. Well, actually, fun fact, and I have actual audio recording. Chris gave me first place. He was like, I do not live here and have it for years. So she could definitely take first place. And it was when he let me close out his show. So
0: who? Chris Porter? Yes. Okay. Oh, is that who won it? Mm-hmm, <clears throat> mm-hmm. Okay.
2: The year that I did not.
0: So. Okay. What was that for the pitch?
2: Mm, no, uh Kansas City.
0: Kansas magazine. City magazine. That's mm. the one I won. Yes. This year. Yes.
2: Congratulations.
0: You know. The, uh, Be the nominations come up this year again. I bet you when this thing comes out, April 4th, nominations come out there. So for all of you out there listening, Cajun mm-hmm. City Magazine, go vote for or nominate Best Of, do a Best Local Comic,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Janelle Banks.
2: Yes, you should.
0: Best Local Podcast, Neanderthal Podcast. You should do that. You already know. Let's go back to back.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What Absolutely. you been up to? man how long has it been
0: since you've been here you've been ducking me
2: <laughs> not true at all you've been ducking me i uh. call you sometimes <laughs> we, we were
0: like best friends on the podcast on this episode we had some plans and then you know a couple facetime calls and, and then i just you know you, just got so you got too busy you
2: got too busy life hits you fast
0: i know i've been rooting you on i'm just giving man. you shit. i've been rooting you on hard life
2: life has hit it for me if fast if uh, I've been watching Bridgerton, so excuse my accent. Um, it will pop up. Um, but no, uh, I've been busy, kind of, and then just trying to maintain all this kind of by myself. It's been crazy. Like, and then we had a pandemic. Yeah, and A lot of deaths. So, yeah, I just kind of, I've been in a shell, um, but still trying to perform at least, kind of-ish. So...
0: What have you so during the pandemic and everything? What were you trying to do? Like, what were some of your outlets on getting your creativity out there with so many like clubs closing and stuff like that?
2: Um. So the cool thing is, I feel like my nose is running. Do you have tissue I could bum? Uh, Possibly. This is such a weird podcast situation. Well, we can pause it. Okay. Can we pause? Uh, You can leave leave it running, Charles. (laughs)
0: <laughs> sorry no you're good go get a oh. I got I don't have Kleenex I got toilet paper, toilet paper sure in the mine? bathroom of course I feel like my nose is running I'm drinking and smoking it's not a good combo she's just drinking smoking and fucking yeah. and she ain't gonna say nothing <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> rapper
2: not me <clears throat> <laughs> this is cool what
0: a disc, disc catcher? Disc, yeah, that's a basket. Disc golf basket. Okay.
2: What
0: is so, okay. that do, for what sport? Disc golf. Frisbee
1: golf. Frisbee golf. Yep.
0: Okay. It's just like regular. It's the same rules of golf. Mm-hmm. But instead of hitting a ball, you're throwing frisbees. Mm-hmm. So you throw it to where it goes and then you throw it from there again and you try to get it into that basket.
2: I feel like I would be much more successful at that than golf. Yeah, most people are. Okay. It's yeah, easier to try it's it. It's easier. Like I suck at tennis, but badminton, bring it on. All right. Badminton's your game? I like badminton. Okay. I do. I it's, do too. It's you don't have to run that fast. I mean, that birdie is it's easier to eye it. It's just and you don't have to hit it that hard. Like it's
0: You ever see them uh pro badminton people or the Olympic badmintoners? Is that the word? Badmintoners? Probably badminton? probably badminton players. I don't even know. That shit is like, I don't know. It's the, it's,
2: it's it's a, the style and finesse. But like, when they're
0: playing professionally, like it's, back, it's like it's bam, 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 bam. Yeah. It's like professional ping pong players. You ever seen professional mm, ping pong? Mm-hmm, How nuts mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, is? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with that badminton. It is insane to see those cocks flying through the air like that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious you you, uh are you performing now yeah 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 i one the beautiful thing about the pandemic i performed a lot i was fortunate with the clubs that were open here missouri didn't face like a very long of a shutdown as compared to most cities so i was able to do um you know the improv and comedy club of kansas city a lot and Three E's in Colorado Springs would kind of get me back and forth. So I was able to kind of travel, um, and still work and and do clubs, uh, Blue Room in Springfield, various other places. So I kept busy. Yeah, I mean,
0: <laughs> and then and were you doing anything like creative, creatively on the side, like YouTube or Instagram, social media, uh, like? I don't know.
2: The TikToks um <laughs> new. No, not really. Um, I didn't get
0: like the TikTok bug got me for a minute.
2: I mean, I would kind of, but I never felt like it became like a main, you know, threshold for me just because I work full-time still. Um and working full-time in your home takes a different shift, you know, once you are done sitting in front of a computer all day, the last thing you want to do is continuously sit in front of a computer or a phone, you know, trying to create. Oh, okay. So I started painting a lot <clears throat> to kind of oh, really, decrease my screen time. Yeah, I try to become Aaron Scarborough real quick on y'all. Like, I try. I'm not as good as him, but. <laughs> uh, that dude's legit. That dude's got. He is yeah, solid, He yes.
0: is. He's, he's like sponsored by some. Kind of art company too some kind of paint or painting uh uh coloring pencils or something I can't, it's been a couple years since i remember seeing it but yeah he's got sponsors
2: that's awesome he's got his own studio yeah yeah yeah
0: great comic and a great artist mm-hmm. are you so like are you a good uh painter
2: no i don't think that i am uh a great painter i think um i do well in it to be self-taught and just something i kind of picked up um but i mean my paintings have sewed i've been commissioned and you know wow. but That's pro- i don't have sponsors but um you get there <laughs> absolutely um it's just been a great outlet for me to kind of uh, escape and decorate my living room. So. What are you
0: painting? Like, what's your uh,
2: what, what's your style? Um, I really only use acrylics. Sometimes I dabble in watercolors. Um, but I am a random object or faces kind of girl. You can do people? Uh, no, not like it's most of the time it's what just are talking, a, like blank a bowl face. of apples and fruit not milk? like a bowl of apples <laughs> it's so weird um like i'll do i'm really i'm trying to learn eyes and nose so i play with things like that i've not necessarily i've tried to paint like a sibling and it didn't necessarily look like him but it didn't look not like him you know if that makes sense mm-hmm. <laughs> um but um i'm I'm just just random things mainly faces or um I recently did lips with gold teeth in the middle of them just something fun with like an abstract background um I'm currently painting print the print symbol so it's just random things okay mm-hmm. I
0: didn't know if there was just like a thing you're just into like I like skylines or oh like, no no I like no. people or <clears throat>
2: I'm all over the place.
0: Did you just you just now picked it up or did you always enjoy art and like kind of dabble in that growing up
2: a little bit? I was a graphic designer oh. um, in college and um, even after college, I did it a lot um, and did it kind of for a financial like kind of like a part time gig um, as a freelance graphic designer for years. Um, I've always I've been obsessed with drawing, but I feel like I suck at it. So um, I never really tried it. But one time I went to a paint and sip and I just felt, I
0: secretly. What, what what do the kids say? I low key want to go on one of those.
2: <laughs> you should do it. You should do it. I, I went to one and I enjoyed it, but I'm a slow painter. So I didn't like the idea of being rushed in that amount of time to paint. So I started <clears throat> painting at home and that's kind of how I picked it up. Cause I was like, you know, for 60 bucks, I can do this at home, you know? Oh yeah. 60 yeah. bucks.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw this, uh, this young lady, uh, that I knew was doing this paint by numbers thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that sounds real childish and like, Oh, whatever. But it was super like professionally looking when she gets done with it. Mm-hmm. Like I saw it was halfway done. I was like, Whoa. Like you can't tell it's a paint by numbers if you do it right. That Have you ever messed with that?
2: I have not yet. I actually have one that someone just recently gifted me, but I just haven't explored it yet. But I want to. They look dope when they're done. So it's, I think it would help me finish a painting faster because I'm a horrible painter when it comes to time frame. Like I'll paint five or six strokes and be like, whew, I'm tired. I'm gonna go sit down, child. What? <laughs> I'm so what? serious. I'm toxic. You, like, <laughs> most people with pay for, you know, hours or things right, I swear yeah. to God, I'm like, mm, um, uh, ooh, yes, Lord, I must sit down. I am famished. You I can't just,
0: <laughs> I don't, how does that work? That can't work. You're, you're, you're I'm sorry, but your art's gotta be shitty.
2: I mean. That can't be good. <laughs> I I don't know. I just how can I, you do that? I'm just
0: like, yeah, I'm I'm kidding. I don't I'm not uh, really saying. I've never seen it, but you gotta to see. It. I'll
2: show you some. Um, it's.
0: I don't think you want to get into it. You're passionate. I'm feeling it, getting that stroke in. Moving and moving around. Every like that every path.
2: sixteen strokes I hit, oh, I'm man. passionate about and then that break I'm passionate about. Too. What are you doing on your <laughs> I break? Paint, I don't know. It just because I really fit painting in in between things. And so a lot of the times it comes when it's late and I'm winding down for the evening. And so then it becomes like oh, man, since I got to wait for this part to dry anyway, I might as well just, you know, it just depends. Like, I don't have a deadline with my paintings. It's not like I'm, right. you know, it depends on if I'm painting something for someone, but I don't have a deadline. I'm just painting as I go and as I feel. And a lot of the times I paint over and redo something, you know, so. All right. Yeah, why not? All right. I take my time. I,
0: I'm not a painter. I'm not an artist. Mm-hmm. You're art, You're an artist in every sense of the word, it seems. A little bit. Like you got all kinds of artistic, like that gene. A little you know, bit. You're, you're talking about rapping, even though you can't remember <laughs> any of your-
2: But I started, my stage presence <clears throat> came from being a poet and doing poetry and like performing at poetry slams. Um that's what made me confident enough to kind of tackle stand up. So Are
0: oh, you did slam poetry?
2: No, nah, I didn't do slam. I would perform at the slams. I was like a halftime show. I'm not slamming anybody, baby. That's not I was my forte. Say, come on, I want to hear it. Let's go.
1: <laughs> no. <Give me> something. <laughs> no sir. uh
2: uh-uh, uh That was never me. And then I come from um, a debate and speech background and forensics. So I've always been uh performer if you will or a competitive performer because i came from a competitive performing background
0: and what's more competitive than stand-up right yeah
2: i mean as far as
0: being one of those (coughs) performing type things especially locally
2: yeah i mean it can be competitive and then it can just be you know friendly i think Uh, competitive in a good way yeah yeah um And then sometimes it can get, you know, some people feel that they may be more entitled to certain opportunities. I've I've been recently told by some comics, people will be like, well, they just want to know how you are getting certain gigs. And I was like, you want me to say I'm, you know, sleeping my way to the top? Or you just want me to say I'm just hilarious? Because that's all it is. Who are these comics (laughs) saying this? I don't want to put them out, but we talked about it on this podcast. So I can. Um, Lynn Navratil, he was just. You know, he's honest. We're cool, you know, and he was like some people feel like, you know, you get a lot of gigs within the comedy community. But I just think that I'm funny.
0: I uh, how is that deniable? Um just saying. Like, who's I mean, you were very funny.
2: I can be funny sometimes. Yeah. I can.
0: I I've yeah, I've always seen you be funny. When uh when are you always performing a lot locally at the improv? Or are you traveling a lot more now that COVID's kind of released a lot of restrictions or the restrictions have been released on COVID, Um, however you want to phrase it?
2: Here and there, like, I'll have, like, a busy season and then it'll slow down. But honestly, since having COVID, I do not mind it slowing down. Um, Because during the pandemic, I would take the precaution to, like, quarantine away from my family a lot you know and so then you don't see your family if you're constantly working or anyone um because I kind of just stayed on myself in my apartment and then that's kind of been like my protocol still with just I guess I don't even want to call it post pandemic I still feel like we're very much within it um but I feel like I kind of just you know, quarantine and I isolating myself. So unless I'm working or traveling, um, I'm not really out there like that. But I feel like it just it goes up and down as far as traveling, you know. It it varies. I want I think I'm also kinda of shy. So I would travel more if I would be like, hey, let me go do this. Do you kid. have a manager? Eh, yes and no. No and yes. I am with the, uh, <laughs> I am with the <clears throat> agency, but I am with a uh, comedy portion of the agency And they're very model um, Dancer talent base So the comedy I think portion Takes a backseat a little bit I don't know Maybe I need to be a little bit more vocal. Maybe but I, you need
0: to find another agency. Huh?
2: I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm very happy where I'm at, I guess. No, but you're I do, not. Come on. <laughs> I do feel like.
0: Put it out there. Ain't nothing around with putting your oh, name out there. And, nah. and, and
2: getting the well, free if agency. Anybody, if anybody wants to take me on, I do want to pick up voice acting. I think I could do so much. And I'm in the process of fixing my teeth, which has fixed a lot of my oh. speech impediments. So, Shit. Yeah. So, what are you
0: gonna do? I mean Oh
2: gold with some diamonds or no. I mean just to have straight teeth wasn't. Oh, come on. Get a grill. No, Let's go. I'm not getting nobody's grill <laughs> but mine. I am happy. When I went in I thought
0: you were about to go see Paul Wall. No,
2: nah, uh uh. I went to go see my um uh my dentist, my orthodontist, you know, Um, which actually I go to a, a child's orthodontist or children's orthod- orthodontist. Because really? your teeth are so small? No. I mean, they <laughs> just are connected with my dentist and they do take adults. I'm not the only adults, so.
0: But you're usually the oldest patient?
2: No, there are the other room. adults there. Really? Mm-hmm. Usually? Okay. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Well, good job. Yeah. So are you not trying to schedule like a hardcore- tour Uh, I've talked to a couple other comics recently and they're talking about like they're trying to get their summer tour Mm schedule going all these different places I didn't know if like it's back on and you're like getting out there like do you have goals doing like that oh absolutely
2: <clears throat> absolutely uh i'm amping up i'm excited about some things that i have coming up for the summer um i'm just also paranoid because the inflation of, <laughs> of what we're going through right now and yeah. traveling like uh recently trying to schedule flights have been nightmares for me um I had to pass up on doing a festival recently because I couldn't get out of the city after flying in just because the flights were so limited coming in and out of certain cities. So it's kind of on the back end been kind of crappy, especially when you're doing your scheduling. You know, I don't know any and all the tricks and trades of scheduling. So, you know, flights, it just kind of sucks. Uh, right now um, and then of course you know you want to drive most of your tour but gas is
0: gas just went through the roof
2: it's crazy and I mean honestly I will say in the midwest we're fortunate compared to what gas prices are every place else mm-hmm. um, so California
0: that, is like seven bucks
2: right uh, <laughs> I think I
0: paid like 375 I think yesterday
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so and that's what their gas prices normally are what we're getting hit with so it hurts that
0: 375 hurts, but I, I am, well, I do feel fortunate that we're not one of those ones, mm-hmm. ones that are getting hard.
2: Absolutely. So I am a little like, um, I'm a little petrified of actually getting out there because a lot of the uh, comedy tours, you know, you're self funding yourself, you're traveling, you know, in your car, renting a car, whatever. And, you know, you got to find spots to stay and crash and, sometimes it just it's easier but I just feel like with the cost of things right now I'm like oh gosh Ooh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> ah, oh I can stay and let's do some local stuff you know and just dabble here up and down the road maybe go to Topeka Lawrence you know just Uh, (laughs) really i mean i'm scared i mean i'm excited i'm going to new york i'll be i'm doing um the big chief comedy uh festival bicycle uh and comedy festival where it's like you're legit on a train uh traveling doing stand-up going to do stand-up someplace and then going back on the train home so i'm excited about that um i have some Amazing opportunities coming up in New York in June. So where
0: are you gonna perform out there? Do you know yet?
2: Oh my gosh. I have not had my legit schedule given to me yet, but I do know that I will get to perform at the stand, which nice. is like, you know, yes. you know, yes, yes. yes. So super stoked about that. I think I will also be performing at Gotham Comedy Club. Oh, shit. And I haven't got Gotham yet. Nice. So, um,
0: that's a good one, too.
2: Yes, yes. Uh, last year, I did Broadway Comedy Club for the first time, as well as Westside. And I think I will be back at Westside. They have offered me to come back and host several times. They like my energy there. So that's very exciting, because New Yorkers scare me. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> It's I'm excited about June. It's going to be lit as the kids would say.
0: Are you going to try and go to the cellar?
2: I mean, that is a very hard one to get into. I was fortunate enough to be able to go attend a show with someone who was on it um, and sit with the comics and hang out with them and ride with them afterwards. So that will be fun if that happens again. But um, that is definitely a goal. One day, I I don't want to dismiss it. Like, there's so many um opportunities, and just even being with my agency, um, seeing the stuff that I can, it's there. I just got to kind of get out of my own head. That's one of the reasons why I fixed my teeth, so I could be a little bit more confident. Okay, and um, wanting to be on your television screen, yeah, Mm -hmm. or behind your Charmin commercial.
0: Ooh. Yeah. You got mm-hmm. big goals. Mm-hmm. Television goals, huh?
2: Yep. Wipe. Wipe right. <laughs> 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 Swipe right on Tinder and wipe right on your ass.
0: Sharman's <laughs> uh, going to have to clean that up a little bit.
2: Front to back.
0: Front to back. Front to back. <laughs> All right. Who are you working with? I've seen, uh, when I see you on, on social media you working with some big names some legends of comedy still i remember last time you were telling us a story it was with you brandon patrick and was it dl Hughley? oh no or, um, oh no rodney it was perry. rodney perry that's yeah. right yeah
2: um which i still we still work together when we can um we got to kind of work with each other during the pandemic uh and on social media a lot we are uh, popping on each other um so, not that this was recent, but Bruce Leroy is premiering on HBO Max. Uh, or not Bruce Leroy, but The Last Dragon. Yeah, a classic. One classic. One of my, one of right? my
0: favorites. So, come what, on, kiss my cons.
2: <laughs> right. So, what came up in my Facebook memories? Um, Show sure enough. Recently, is he was actually in town. For a movie, they you know show you know uh the Alamo Draft House likes to show older movies, so he came in town and they premiered Brucey the Dwayne? movie. Yes, um at the Alamo Draft House, and he did like a Q and A session after the movie, oh my God. and you know did a meet and greet. So me and my friend come in, we're late because we dealt with the parking meter drama. And we might have been smoking a little pot anyways. And so uh, we're done late. We have to go potty. So we come out the restroom and who's standing in front of us? Bruce Leroy. And we're like, oh, my God. And he was like, are y'all lost? And we were like, no, we had to pee. (laughs) And he was like, come on, you're late. I'm going to get you to the show and get you to your seats. And we were escorted to our seats personally by himself. Yes. So after the show, you know, after the movie, we're doing the Q and a with him. And my friend was like, you know, would you, are you willing to kiss my converse? Cause she had on converse and he looked at us and was like, yeah, if y'all kiss something first and, or I guess he said it to her. And I was just like, oh wow you're so funny but he was super dope and down to earth so I mean if you talk about meeting legends um yes I
0: (laughs) does he still possess the power of the glow oh he does he (laughs)
2: definitely does he's still a beautiful man um so absolutely uh he was super awesome to me but I've, I've met some cool dope people um I don't want to toot my horn, you know Jesus. But uh well, you've wanna... <laughs> been yeah, you've been working. Like I
0: said, and I see your social media. Do all these clubs? And like, yeah, you're working with the greats. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I are mean, you f-
0: making friends with any of them, or are they, do they kind of stay back and they're like, how does it work at like in the green room and stuff? Like when these bigger name people are coming through, like are they cool with other comics, or are they just kind of like leave me alone and hang out with their own people? Like, what's the uh,
2: no, I really haven't dealt with anybody like that uh that I was just like, "Oh, let me go." <laughs> you know, someplace else. Um I honestly I feel like what's crazy is I do make friends or connections with people. Um it's weird though because I'm so shy. So like I recently got someone's number and he was like, "You want to, you know, you want my number?" and I'm like, um, yeah, but I just haven't, I've never texted him, and now I feel like I missed the opportunity. If I text him, he's gonna be like, Who are you? <laughs> so I don't know. I'm just so shy, like, even after working with someone, like, you know, I mean, and they're people, you know, mm, and they're very, you know, down to earth people, but um, there are some people like Ronnie Perry is very easy to talk to, Michael Collier. I talk to him, you know, frequently. Uh, who else is easy? April Macy's is very easy to be, you know, like we've hung out after shows a lot. And so, I mean, it just depends. I think it just depends on the amount of time that you spend with the person too. Like sometimes when you're in the green room, it's really like you don't have as much time depending on where you're at on the show, if you're the feature or the host I think if you're the feature you may have a little bit more time but for me I'm so in my head and then I don't want to bother them because I'm trying to prepare myself that I don't really be back there like so how how is your kids how was it when you were hanging out with Eddie Murphy that one time you know right. like it just I'm very you know I'm just so like oh my god this is happening and I'm gonna study these jokes so I don't like not look good in front of this person, you know. So I study your jokes? Yeah.
0: Are you do you study the craft? Like are there artists out there, comics out there that you're like that you just study and 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 watch all of their old stuff or a bunch of older stuff from other comedians and kind of just learn different tricks of the trade like or are you just like, no, nah, I'm funny. I just run my shit and do it. Uh,
2: yeah, no. Um, it's it's different for me. Like, I used to be that person before I became a stand-up comic. Um, the more you do comic, comedy for me, because I've come from an acting <clears throat> and forensics background to where, and when I say forensics, I don't mean crime scene. Um, in debate, competitive debate, there's also debate in forensics where it's acting but it's competitive like you have to go in and do a form of like either it's humorous interp or dramatic interp or prose or poetry but you're counted points you know like it's like how well is your snl sketch in front of these people and they judge you and critique you and yeah, you win trophies based on that. So,
0: I had no, that, no idea that
2: existed. Absolutely. That sounds Abs- fun. It, it, absolutely. So, messed out. Yes, it's fun. And we're not theater kids because we don't like to associate ourselves <laughs> with
0: theater <laughs> thes- nerds
2: because they do it for fun. We do it for sport. We get trophies, we get medals. And <laughs> there are
0: everybody gets a medal here. Yeah,
2: yeah. Everybody's just in their outfits, <laughs> you know, and it's also a team sport, whereas, um, in forensics, it, you're by yourself unless you're doing DI, where it's a do du- or a duo. There was a duo thing where it's just two people. But um, I've always competed in humorous and terp, so that I, that's where this all started. Um, that's where it all started. <laughs> yeah. And
0: then just transitioned from from the poetry. Did you did your poems just kind of?
2: My poems were always hilarious. Okay. And that's what made me. And I would, or if they were not hilarious even if they were kind of like sexual, I would premise them with like, yo, I wrote this while I was like getting my hair braided and I needed to like deflect. (laughs) So I thought about somebody making my toes curl. And this poem is called Toads Curl. (laughs) Like, you know, I just never was like, I've always been goofy naturally. So anything I've always done has been with a humorous manner. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Me too. I've always been just yeah. Yeah, you're funny. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. you said that last time too. Yeah,
2: yeah, you hilarious. Or um, as black people like to say, you stupid. I get yeah. <laughs> you so dumb. Yeah, I get that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I, I mean I I think I study a little bit, but I don't like now to do it just because I perform so much. I don't wanna sound like somebody i've watched on television or i've absorbed myself watching because that can happen and you see it you know with some people and so i want to be myself not to say i'm excellent but a lot of the times because i'm plus size and i'm you know i get compared to monique or like i get compared to like uh who else cheryl underwood of course and then we're sorority sisters so It kind of makes sense, you know, just my style of comedy. But I mean, not to say that I don't mind being compared to them. But as a woman, sometimes you want to be yourself because people will put you into categories and boxes and it becomes harder and harder for you to perform you know because you see lineups where there's six guys and then there's one chick and they'll say well we put her on the show for diversity but we didn't want all of these women because all women sound the same when they're on the stage they're talking about dating or relationships yeah, and yeah. sex get and, out of here and, and bitches motherhood. we just need one of you for yeah. lineup anyways and it's like, like but y'all talk about yeah, fatherhood and relationships here. and sex yeah. and they, y'all talk about Boo. the same things. that's six right thank yeah, so it's like, why can't there still be more women no, the No, less women. You know?
0: No more women. I wanted all men.
2: But the dynamic, it, I tell you people women aren't funny. a lot. Yeah, people will tell <laughs> us that we're not funny. I know. And then it's hilarious. We, it's hilarious it's crazy the amount of things that women get judged on on stage. We get judged on Mm -hmm. our jokes. We get judged on our appearance. Guys can come out in a t-shirt and jeans and whatever. And they wear that the whole weekend. I've worked Mm -hmm. with legends who you've done six shows together and they've worn that same outfit the entire weekend. And by, you know, the second night, first show you're like I wonder what it smells like (laughs) you know and as women we get judged I mean I've worked with women in the industry who are like you need to come in more dressed up for this gig you need to because I used to be kind of a t-shirt and jeans or sweatshirt and jeans type of person because I'm a plus size girl and so Women will literally, when you come out on stage, or even men, they're like, ooh, what she got on? Ooh, even if it's something that we think is fun, if we got bedazzled up and wore like the jumpsuit of our life, it's still like, ooh, what's she wearing? Like, this ain't Vegas, but it's like, we have to, you know, like, this is what we have to give y'all, you know, we're performance. We can't just come out in here in a t-shirt and jeans, because if we did, you'd be like, oh, you know I I wore my you know boots and furs why couldn't she wear her apple bottom boots and furs (laughs) you know so then sometimes people don't even like resonate with our material just because they're so focused on what we look like or if we're sexy voluptuous people don't hear us because they oh oh my god I want a poker (laughs) and I'm not talking about like very Doughboy I'm not trying to poke her stomach you know uh, it's it's just weird you know and that's why I, I love it because I know I'm funny because when I get off stage I hear you funny I I don't have to get I can get past it you know some nights I dress up and I doll you know I doll up and some nights I'm in sneakers and you know a t-shirt but you gonna get this funny you know that's my goal that's why I yell on stage because you gonna get these jokes
0: when do you notice a difference at all when the time is when you dress down more than when you kind of dress more up
2: absolutely i also for myself feel a little bit more confident when i'm like like i don't wear heels but if i wear like my little boots that look like heels i'm like oh shit <laughs> yeah charlie murphy and this motherfucker you know um Ooh. it just right i'm silly um i hate to
0: tell you but
2: i know that's what i'm saying he's inside me okay okay got you i know he's, he's dead. dead i know
0: that I okay do that. didn't know
2: if you i'm actually you haunted actually. by a comedian so it does not you're haunted by a comedian. Yes. what does that mean okay so backstory to why i'm even a f- can i cuss on this podcast no oh okay She's
0: fucking hey oh think i didn't is? know Are you kidding i don't k- so fucking <laughs> well, why I'm a fucking comedian in the first place
2: <laughs> um so just jay i i know maybe i don't know if you've heard of him he was a huge comedian out of kansas city like very successful very just very well known um he was starting to tour Eddie
0: Griffin style,
2: like very, very well known, like super. He was called the Freestyle King of Comedy, and he was hilarious. He, but he also lost his bat battle with, um, I think he had kidney failure. I know he mm. had had a transplant and something just Damn. went, yeah. So, Damn. um, he did pass, and we were very good like friends. A stone. Mm-hmm. So, Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we were good friends growing up and throughout high school. Um, well, we met in high school uh, just off of funny coincidence. He worked at Pizza Hut and he just like persuaded my family to buy a lot of pizza. Like he was just good at his job and funny um hilarious and we became friends and then later down the road he ended up going to dialysis with my grandmother so we kind of built my grandparents kind of built a relationship with him because he was just hilarious you know Mm -hmm. um and he was a stand-up comedian at the time and uh when he passed it was kind of, it just, you know, I mean, I was young at the time. So to you kind of lose someone at a young age kind of was devastating. And I always told him I wanted to get in the up And at the time I'm in debating forensics. I'm like, hello, I'm a performer. I've won all these trophies. I've placed first in our district. I've went to state. I'm the sixth funniest state person in the state of Missouri oh, at the
0: time, you know, laying that so, foundation,
2: right? I'm like, come on. Like you got to tell me how I can get on stage. And he was like, it's different. You know, it's, Doing stand up versus like just being funny around family and friends is different. So, you know, I never got to is explore it, it. I mean, it, I can understand what he's saying. Okay. Because um, even like with TikTok and social media now, because you have people who are very successful on there, but on stage, it's a different translation. You know, you don't have time to film, script, and edit. You are right there in front of 200 to 300 to however many people. And you have to read the room. You had and, and laughter resonates. You might be getting just laughter in this section, not realizing you got a whole theater or a whole half of the club that's not laughing. Fuck you know? them.
0: Focus on the funny people. Yeah, they're feeding you.
2: Exactly. <laughs> sometimes they're laughing because they nervous because you're just talking to them and they're right. like,
0: "Oh shit!" <laughs> oh, <laughs> Everyone's
2: yeah, looking at Yeah, you're great. <laughs> you know. So, I mean, it's. Not to say that they're not successful, there is a different dynamic of being on stage versus being able to script and edit something and re record something or restructure something or whatever. Like, even with stand up comics now on social media, we can take our stand up comedy and edit our clips where we want, you know, people to hear them. Mm-hmm. I want, you know, you to hear the funniest fucking 30 seconds I do. You don't know if for them 10 minutes I was on stage, a bomb. You know, but let me let you hear these 30 seconds, you know, where it was fun, not my, no, you know, right. But it's just so many different dynamics to it. I mean, I I don't knock it, you know, but being a stand up is not, it, it can be easy, but it's not, you know, because there's levels of it. And you can be good here in your hometown, but you can plummet in other areas and other cities because they don't know your aesthetic or what the hell you're talking about, but it resonates for your hometown or areas surrounding it. I have to be very cognizant of that when I go other places, because I'm so comfortable with performing here and talking about the culture of Kansas city and just things that I know people can relate to being here versus going to New York or going to Denver or going to New Orleans, you know? So
0: those are all different kind of comedy cultures mm-hmm. too. Big, mm-hmm. those are pretty good comedy cultures too. All different, distinct, but good ones. Yeah. How is our our scene, our comedy scene? How is our how is the Kansas City comedy scene viewed amongst some of the bigger name comics, perhaps?
2: Bigger name comics? I don't know. Or
0: touring comics, or yeah, just road comics, I guess. Do you know?
2: I don't. I'm glad people can't see my face. Um, I don't know. Um, I honestly, I mean, for me, I think that it's so... Like when you're in a green room, you don't really know what the scene is. I think the cool thing is like the Comedy Club of Kansas City, their open mic falls on a Thursday, which is also a night where they'll have a major headliner in town. So sometimes you'll have that where that headliner is going to stick around and see it. And most of the time they do, honestly, that, you know, and then they'll hit the mic or their feature will stay and hit the mic. Um, and I think their perception has always been pretty cool, you know, to see like they see, you know, these groups and gobs of people. Me, I'm kind of, I'm isolated the black sheep of the comedy scene here. So I'm, um, you know, like before the pandemic, I was already isolating myself. If you, if you feel oh, really? like, I mean, I just, just always, cause cause you're shy? I'm very shy. So I've always kind of sat in the back of the room. I've never been like a cliquish person. I always kind of went to the mics by myself. If I went to a mic, Um, I don't go to a lot of mics and comics find that weird, like, well, how is she getting booked? And it's just like, well, I work a full-time job, a very demanding full-time job. So for me, sometimes going to a mic every day out of the week and then traveling the weekend is just so like, that's a lot. So, you know, on a Wednesday Mm. or Thursday night, if I'm not working a paid gig, then I'm, on the couch or in the bathroom. Really? That is weird. Trying to, you know, recoup, so.
0: Do you have um, aspirations of getting rid of the daytime job and being a full-time touring comic or something?
2: Um, I would like to not only tour full-time, but I would like to be sitting in a writer's room. Oh. Um, I would like to... You want be a, a writer author yes um I would also like to have my own writing endeavors as far as being an author with books and knowledge and jokes um and Wait, you
0: want to write fiction
2: yes you
0: don't I, want so you don't want to like write like comedy tv or, com- or oh absolutely
2: or- no i still want to be like in a writer's room as far as comedy tv sketch comedy um since tiktok has really taken off i have all of these great um content ideals that people can shoot i just don't necessarily want to shoot or be in front of the camera i'll lay them like, on me yeah oh my gosh there's i mean but a lot of the things are just I'm all about uh, that shit well let me know if Come you on. ever have any ideals as far as what you want to promote your um podcast because i want to really... well
0: that but i'd also like to perf- uh uh um what's the word promote mm-hmm. i'd also like to promote my only fans oh, no do you have an only got that right baby Come- no i don't
2: i was about to say, <laughs> listen because i like was this close and as you can see you cannot see in between my fingers <laughs> <laughs> I'm i feel ha- still like, I will do it. <laughs> Especially with these gas prices. I'm like, oh, this war would have never affected me. Now I'm in front of Quick Trip. Like, I'm about to bust it down, my lord. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, I want to
0: promote the podcast.
2: Absolutely. Um, We can work together with different ideals, or I can shoot them your way. And then if you want to shoot them or... Whatever, I'm I'm with it. I, I'm just one of those people who i like, once I shoot it, I don't want to have to edit it. So if anybody wants to take on that burden, I would love to write and produce for anyone. I can do that shit. Yeah. Listen,
0: so last time you were here, we talked about doing...
2: A, f- a food... <clears throat> a food review yes. thing.
0: We were going to... One of the names was uh, Show Me Happy Hour, mm-hmm. I think we were going to do. We talked about it off air a bunch of times. Well... I had I was like I can't wait on her anymore, so I started doing it. Mm -hmm. I have like six or seven episodes. Okay, okay. On YouTube, just under my name, Ryan Westa. (laughs) If that's you, look that up. I've got like six or seven pretty good episodes. Okay. Me doing like pink drink reviews. Okay. Where I'm like because I I, if one of my jokes on Instagram is me always posting pink drinks Mm because I like pink alcoholic drinks and so I was like I'm gonna turn this into a YouTube thing. Okay. And so I just go to all these places and it's edited. Mm-hmm. up pretty decently and i've gone all all over kansas city royal stadium uh the ship the I phoenix need to get
2: in with you i it's something dope. extremely tragic happened in my life so i just kind of fell out the like i literally had to survive off a of stand-up to sustain like because of the cost of living so I will always do stand up. It's for other projects. Sometimes I fall short. I will say I lost my grandfather and my brother. So oh my God, I'm sorry. I it had took no a toll idea. on me. Yeah, for it sure. It took a, especially when my brother. My brother's situation was a suicide, so it really oh, took a... It, I I just am very antisocial. I will not deny you of that. Okay,
0: so, and that made it worse. Um, we already like that beforehand, and they just kind of.
2: No, I just was always busy. I felt overwhelmed, and so I it's like I almost go into panic attacks because I'm constantly trying to manage my full-time career, which I feel like I work for an international law firm. So, um, it's a very, it's just one of those jobs where you deal with, Very extreme. First of all, dealing with attorneys is extreme because of their personalities and their demand of always wanting things. But then, dealing with attorneys in different spaces—Canadian attorneys and and British attorney—you know, it's it's a lot. You know, and people from Dubai, you like whoo? I feel nervous even (laughs) communicating with (laughs) you. You're
0: gonna get arrested just talking to them, saying the wrong thing.
2: So, (laughs) I mean, like my job is a lot I work in a department that um we deal with sanctions and things like that so it's very intense and I will say I apply for this job like I know they didn't give me this job I got the job shit you know so it's always trying to find that balance um I'm a full-time auntie uh that's a lot um kids are spoiled they demand a lot and I'm also a sibling you know so I have a sibling who's fourteen years younger than me. Damn. So that's a lot, or not fourteen years younger. I'm sorry, twenty four years younger than me. So oh my gosh, and then, she's like four years old. No, she's fourteen now. That's why I got the fourteen. <laughs> but she's fourteen. But she's we're twenty four years apart. And so I'm thirty seven. She's fourteen. Do the math. Um. And then I have a sister that's nine years younger than me who has. Kids now, so Jesus full-time Lord. auntie, uh, and I'm like the family beautician. You need
0: to run away. I know. You need to, you need to fake your own death.
2: <laughs> and run I, away and I, just, you know. I do a lot. I'm in a sorority. I'm always a sorority. Doing, yes, community Jesus Jesus,
0: I'm going to uh, get this in a bottle of wine. You're still you, you're sipping on yours. I know, I, I, I know. Uh, well, really, some of the reason I brought that up was uh, bringing up my pink drink. I wanted to uh, put it out there so people can go see it and listen and view it. Also, because I want to pull out this pink wine that I got here in (laughs) my (laughs) fridge.
2: It's so cute. I love it. You have to try. There's this place out on Lee Summit called Big C's Martini Shack. And I'm not a martini girl, but that place made me a martini girl. Mainly because I'm not a vodka girl. But I bet you they have some cute pink martinis. I want in on this pink drink franchise i have well, come to get on. back on the game i hate to be that girl that is like oh my god i was on my period and that's why i couldn't come to work but yeah that's yeah what I, listen
0: <laughs> i i don't i don't take excuses i don't care who died or who killed that's you know what? Uh, that's not my problem yeah. you suck it up and you just work you gotta work you,
2: you know and what's crazy is comedy <laughs> clubs were like yeah that's what you should do because like yo hear me out hear me out it'll make you feel better and I was like you know you're right like the night my uncle died I went on stage my uncle died out the blue like clear out we were like what like yo like I mean I know he was doing a lot in life but okay you know and this was like early pandemic so his burial was like we drove there we saw him on a table and then it was like cremation time and that was it you know and then literally I drove to Iowa came home and then went on stage at another club so it was like never getting the time to process and that night I worked with Chris Catan, so I was like oh sh- I'm not even sad it's Chris guy? Like, yeah night, Live, yes, night at the Roxbury I'm in Leo you know what I'm saying like this is a guy I grew up like I'm sorry if I'm loud I get excited no yeah, you're good um, I, this is someone who I grew up like holy you know holy cat like yes i will be here you know so it was awesome and he was just like freaking phenomenal and so like he filmed me on stage and he was like you're funny like you're good and i'm like no (laughs) you're good (laughs) like so it was you know i think um how tall
0: is that guy in real life
2: yeah we're like the same height um charles We're the same. We're very close. I have pictures of that as well, but no, (laughs) we're the same height. But yeah, comedy is very, like, people think that in order to go through grief, oh, if you're funny, if you're making people laugh, it does make you feel good, you know, but there are times where I think you have to stop and be a human being, you know.
0: That's being overrated, Mm -hmm. being a human being. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a picture of my pink drink here for social media.
2: Boom, boom, boom. For boom. my
0: Ryan West uh, Instagram.
2: I just, sometimes I find it very hard that your name is Ryan.
0: Well, how come? I Where don't do you know. think I should be?
2: I don't know. Like, Ryan is a very, it fits you very much. But then I also, like, you have this very, like, cool, like, Zach saved by the bail, but then, like, this very distinguished dad vibe. Like,. You're a mixture, baby. You're like a very, like, you're like a, I don't know, like one of those whiskey drinks that they like, like an old-fashioned. You're like the orange of the old-fashioned. Okay. And the bourbon, you know? Shit all right yeah i like that yeah i always hype you up when i come here it gets real it gets real cute it always gets spicy
0: yeah i let you go too i like it Uh,
2: (laughs) yes come on pump me up baby yes he's an old-fashioned he's the orange bitters as well as the bourbon base he's just he's smooth also not to put i mean at this point big c's got to give me some money but big c's has some dope bourbons they smoke them right in front of you okay and it's sexy we gotta go we gotta plan a a night for us just to go because it's fun
0: let me know i'm down anywhere i owe you
2: i owe you a night out on your money I do it. Mm, I'll pay. (laughs) And we'll do a drink. We'll do a
0: pink drink uh, thing. I gotta.
2: I gotta eat a lot of bread before I fuck with you because I already know you're old school player. You're gonna have me just (laughs) look.
0: You gotta come with your drinking shoes, all right? Yeah. Make sure strap in because I yeah I'm gonna. I mean, you don't have to keep up with me. But yeah, no,
2: I just it's because I have. Like, I kind of laid off liquor for a while, and then I really only, like, I used to be a brown liquor girl, and, you know, the last time I came here, we was on brown liquor, Mm -hmm. but I really stopped kind of drinking, and then when I do drink, it's really only wine, so then, like, if I drink, like, uh, Pinot Noir, baby, I'd be fucked up, like, that's like uh, drinking Hennessy or something for me, like... You know, so, yeah. Like. I've been
0: getting it. I've been drinking a lot of wine lately.
2: Really? What I've been drinking
0: like? a lot of everything lately, but um, I recently, within the past, I don't know, four or five months, kind of got into Sauvignon Blancs.
2: Okay, okay. I'm I trying don't, to get there. I don't
0: like white wine. Mm-hmm. And then I started, and I was, well, at least I thought I didn't. Then I had a Sauvignon Blanc. I was like, oh. I have it's it. kind of this the is, same this thing. This nice. I like this. Yeah,
2: it's and they're a little bit smoother. They're not as, I feel like it's tart, like, you know, not you know, I kind of picked up white wine recently because I got braces and I don't want to take these off and then have a whole railroad across uh, my teeth because uh, I, I'm a red wine girl. I love, red. I love Pinot Noir. I love a sweet red blend. I like Merlot. Yeah, I just, I kind of found out I like Merlots because I'm kind of laying off the sweeter wines mm-hmm. and kind of switching over to Cabernets
0: a, and Merlots are my jam. Mm,
2: yes, yes. I'm trying to get to the Cabernets. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. I'm almost there. A Merlot, though I like a, a I like I like dry. Yes, yes. I
0: like a just dry, strong, mm-hmm. red, deep red with a nice steak.
2: Have you? I think it's called um, or a chocolate cake. I have to verify the name. My uncle, he has recently became a wine connoisseur, and I noticed that the wines are a little bit cheaper sometimes in Texas. Uh, certain wines um but he i think it's called aviator or something it's like a cognac and a blend of a red wine like they put it in a bear and that it's like i think it's like 21 percent and it's a know,
0: cognac or a wine is it's it a
2: wine it's like a blend is it a
0: wine aged in cognac barrels yes that's yes. what it
2: is and so it it you know that's a high Alcohol percentage for wine. Oh yeah. So it yeah. Nice. It's nice. It's a couple of different like the the Snoop's wine from the criminals. What is it? I forget. Thirteen crimes. Thirteen crimes or Mm -hmm. whatever. His uh wine. It's a red and it's a very. uh, I think it's a blend, but it's like one of those very dry blends instead of a sweet. You normally get red blends or sweet. Mm -hmm. That it's a it's a dry blend and it's it's nice. Nice. Nice to nice. put you on your ass. Nice.
0: I'd love to have me a little wine company.
2: Well, maybe we ne- we need to venture off and have our own like wine. Yeah. I'm not going to say hmm. that with you because then you're going to be like, yeah, but you're just going to start another thing with me and then dip like I know. Destiny's child. you just beyonce yep, me, yep. I'm going to FaceTime.
0: I FaceTimed you from the, <laughs> from the top of Messenger Cafe with a beautiful view <laughs> in, in the Look at him. Background. What is
2: your zodiac sign? You sound like a cancer I'm remembering a the day and the time. Oh, it makes sense. Oh, <laughs> that's why our bond made sense because Scorpios and Libras, like work ethic, we love each other. We could never we would, we we just, our attitudes are so, like, Scorpios, are they don't have emotions. They're like, girl, what a cry. That's crazy. I'm going to mess up the mascara I don't even have on. That's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like, Scorpios, but y'all are made. Like, we just have a great friendship and dynamic. My mom is a Scorpio. Like, a couple of my exes, who are my favorite exes? They're Scorpios. I just felt like we should have just stayed friends instead of dating. But, you know.
0: But, you know, that was good
2: scorpios and libras are very charming people so we essentially just like we you know we are gonna woo whoever is around us you know yeah like i feel like anybody who meets us eventually falls in love with us or thought about it like i kind of like them
0: you think we could use our uh powers for good for us but bad for everybody else you know let's (laughs) you know we, 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 we could charm some people we could Use some of, you know, <laughs> your community and my community. We can, like, scam all of them.
2: <laughs> I know. We'll we can be like Anna, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the chick that, you know I'm talking about, the the chick from the Netflix. What is it? Uh, I don't know. I was inventing Anna, where she scammed all those people. I don't know,
0: but that's perfect because my ex wife' name is Anna. She scammed the fuck out Ooh,
2: of me. Miss Anna, I'm coming for you. No, just, Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just show up at her door and serve her fake papers and scare the shit out, and be like, "I'm, I'm just kidding, I'm it's just a prank." K- I'm just kidding, but- <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking with you, I'm joshing you, Anna. Go in there and finish making them eggs. What you cooking? Yeah,
0: <laughs> and pull out that
2: 38.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go jail.
0: You know how I'm gonna pick you up. <laughs> getting the fuck out of here after
2: 30 years when I'm walking out with Yolanda and shit <laughs> I'm walking out with the chick who killed Selena and shit like I didn't even gonna try to fight you bitch you gave me noodles
1: come on
2: it. <laughs> oh my god
0: you can't do that on here that's unacceptable I don't allow that
2: <laughs> so what were the other questions? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that you have zebras behind you in this portrait because a zebra, a zebra. Okay, so I was just like I told you, I binge watched Bridgerton. Bridgerton, and
0: I don't know what that is. Uh,
2: well, it's a, a show uh, by Shonda Rhimes, who you know wrote Scandal and um, How to Get Away with Murder. All the great shows on ABC um she has a show on netflix and it's based in i guess 16th 17th century london britain i don't know whatever anyways but they modernize it um and the queen was like, oh, look, I have these horses from Africa. They're striped horses and they're zebras. <laughs> and I was like, oh, those are zebras, bitch, but that's cute. <laughs> it was just funny. I just keep thinking about that, looking at that picture.
0: Yeah, what, do, what did people think? They must have thought about that, like Europeans mm-hmm. or whatever. Must have, what was the first thought they must have thought of when they, they saw a zebra? They, they
2: called them striped horses and they called them zebras. And Instead zebra. of zebras. Well. <laughs> Maybe we're saying <laughs> them wrong. Shit. <laughs>
0: well, who came up with the word? I'm sure they weren't originally called zebras,
2: zebra. <laughs> Right? Yeah. But them fucking cakes, them little hostess snacks. Woo! Love them. The bomb. You see, they supposed to have donuts. I don't know if that's photoshopped or if that's wow. real, but ah whatever if it's not capped, come on bring it on little host, hostess is okay not who makes little debbie makes oatmeal cream pies i've been on oatmeal cream pie binge because they actually i've been taste. on a cream
0: pie binge too <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you're nasty um i they taste the way wait they a minute what to. are you
0: talking about
2: i'm talking about the snack cake that's
0: what i was talking about why would you say i'm nasty
2: I don't know. How dare you? <laughs> Maybe cream pies is the gas station version, <laughs> like the dollar. It's, I, yeah. Yeah. Mm, I, get it the, from, I get it from pump the, pump. Pa, pass the wine with your crazy self. Right, let me
0: pour it for you. I'm a gentleman. Thank
2: you. Thank you, my lord. Thank you, my concept. Don't, okay, that's enough. That's enough. Well, why, I got to drive. I got to drive. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I love this.
0: I don't. <laughs> I Uber, I Uber. Oh my god! I had I had this time. It was a month and a half or so ago. Charles, what was it when he he Charles had to check up on me? He had to text me. I was like, "Hey, you good, man?" Like I got so destroyed on the podcast, drinking, and then I was like, I, I, "Look, you see these house? Look at these house shoes I got." <laughs> Who was
2: the guest that time? Uh,
0: You know, it got ruined and I wasn't able to to drop it. But his name is Toriano Porter. He's an author.
2: Oh, I love Toriano. I'm a huge fan. Okay. Uh,
0: Well, so we got lit. And then I just got a wild hair. I was like, I'm going to the casino. And I took my ass up. Uh, I I Ubered there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I I went there Mm -hmm. just drunk, lit, in my house shoes. and. (laughs) One of the greatest days ever. It was, yes. was like everything That's was what
2: I'm trying to do when I leave here. Like I just like I'm mm. on a budget, but I'm about I'm to have this all fun. Well, I have to do my niece's hair. I promised my my sister I would. And I have a writing, a personal writing deadline I have to meet because I'm writing a book. So. Um, I have a personal deadline I have to meet. Low key, I could accompany you to the casino with my laptop and I'm with it cuz I suck at gambling. Like I'm intimidated by it, but I'm with like watching you gamble.
0: I like doing that. I like watch so I I've been going I've gone to Vegas 4 times in the past 11 months.
2: Really? And I
0: don't I even gamble that much. I love walking around drinking for free
2: absolutely
0: and just rooting other people on that's the i'll only walk reason. around I'll see these people playing like winning i'm like oh he's got a bonus and i like watch the bonus on the slots and you see what they get and you just root people on that, i'm telling you, you can that's make friends me. yeah i love I, that
2: i've gotten money at the casino <sighs> like that like people have given me money because they're like you should go play and i'm like I don't know what I'm doing, but I like I'm just naturally a cheerleader. Like if I see you on the corner and I'm like, like your outfit today, I was like, if I would have saw you out, I'm like, okay, outfit, let's go denim on denim. I love it. You do like my aesthetic. You weren't fucking with me. I'm not fucking with you. First of all, I love denim on denim, so I would I was about to wear that here, but I was like, I'm gonna be uncomfortable. I know I'm gonna start drinking and get fucked up with them, and I don't want to be hot in this denim on denim. So you know, I just came t-shirt on denim. But
0: oh, I would go denim on denim every day. I, I will, love uh, the Canadian tuxedo. I, I did it yesterday. Ooh, with the, with that's the what light it's line.
2: called. Yes, I I love, and I don't I don't like to be matchy matchy. I've learned to stay because back in the day when I was a teenager, like I promise you, that was my like when I felt like I was i was on my shit is when i wore denim on denim like but back then it had to be the matching denim on denim Now oh, you can yeah. you can like you can explore. mix, and match, you can mix it's, and match
0: when you go levi on levi it's it is a little
2: extra crispy. you feel you feel rich you a yeah. you bitch, you fucking rich because that is that's a fucking hundred dollar outfit right a little there. more than
0: that that's like 150 yeah outfit. absolutely
2: like, so I love it. Or like the, you know, for the fat girls, it's the chambray. It's what looks like denim, but it's blue. I'll tell material. you the, uh,
0: the, um, hmm. I don't know what the word would be. Not conundrum because it's not a conundrum. Uh, un- unintended. It's not even a consequence. It just, the, the sad thing from a, from a male, at least from my perspective, of wearing the Canadian tuxedos that day, actually, that day I think that day I was telling you about where I got drunk and went to the casino with these house shoes on. You saw mm-hmm. them, but I was wearing the Canadian tuxedo. I had mm-hmm. the the light jacket and the light jean shirt, okay, and the light jean oh, pants. Okay. I was straight bam oh, bam man with a three page triple, triple dip, big feeling good. Ow. And I will tell you. I didn't realize how many gay men are at the casino for... For sure, you don't really. I every gay dude in that casino. Mm-hmm. I, well, I don't know. Oh, and from a gay dude's but they perspective, was, you're fine as fuck. They was looking me up and down everywhere. They, Baby, was, they you were, they were chatting. Giving, me you was up. giving it I was like what? What the hell's going I was like, does everybody think I'm gay here? I'm just trying to. It
2: was very metrosexual, and then your skincare regimen. You may not even have a regimen, but it looks like <laughs> you do. And so it's like it's even. You give me straight guy but it gives me, like, I'm cool. Like, you're so open. And you don't give me, like, standoffish. Like, Listen not up. like saying you open to letting somebody come up in there. <laughs> but <laughs> you're just And hey, don't open. phrase it like that. Please don't phrase <laughs> no, it like that. You yeah, just, yeah, you an ally. Wait, you see, an ally. I'm an ally, like, ally but cool. don't phrase it yeah, like they're yeah, yeah. coming yeah. up in here. No, Let's I'm see. just saying, like, that's, you give me the vibe that you an ally. Like, I you am. love everybody. That you don't give a fuck who, who, whenever. Like, come drink with me. I'm not looking at If you, sorry, if you want to wear a dress, come wear that fucking dress wow. shut that shit down How'd you know? like i feel comfortable with you i'm queer and i'm black and i don't very much feel comfortable being an independence but i feel comfortable with you oh, you're
0: gonna make me cry that's my goal in life mm-hmm. is like because that is i don't give a fuck who you who you are what you like i don't Absolutely. care you can be trans whatever Black, Asian, whatever, be both at the same time while I'm fucking a uh, furry. I don't care about mm-hmm. that. I want to know how cool you are. And if you're an asshole, you're an asshole. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what it's you are. It's all
2: about energy with yeah. you. I, I knew that the first time I came in and I saw, like, this setup. And I can tell you've added things to it. Oh, yeah. And it's just you're kind of an energy person. Like... It's, it's for the, you know, the betterment of your podcast and good content and good product. But you're also just a very open person yeah. because I I knew it from jump when you had, like, Alan here. And Alan spoke so highly of you. Yeah. And I'm I'm very, like, when it comes to white men, I'm like, hey, oh. fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't fucking with no white dude just off, off GP. Like, off a, especially after we watched this confirmation here and how white men been showing they ass. Like, fuck you and your privilege and your podcast. I'm cool. I don't give a fuck. Who voted it number 1? It was probably other white dudes. Right? I don't care. Cuz <laughs> and then I saw all these black men sitting at your podcast. So I was like, I'ma go. <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna go. I'm gonna I'm gonna show up. And right. it's just good. I mean, that's why I wanted to do a side project with you cuz I was like, hey, it's just good times and for me like my ultimate goal with being a comic I I just it's not just stand-up comedy and like stand-up comedy resonates in so many ways you don't just have to be on stage holding a microphone it can be speaking to people it can be like hyping establishments up in their restaurants and critiquing them in you know humorous but fun ways and I mean it's just humor is everywhere and Every aesthetic It's in a boardroom. I I got hired at my job because my boss Googled me and was like, I thought it was pretty cool, like what you do. And the fact that you work in a law firm, because I mean, I came from another law firm and I aspired to be a lawyer growing up. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a civil rights attorney. I wanted to order, argue the 14th Amendment inside and out, Lord Jesus. And I still do to some point, but I lo- I've always been a funny person. And to go back to my haunting story, my friend who was a comedian, he passed. And I've always felt like a little of him has lived through me. Um, I ran into his brother. This is what kind of solidified it for me a couple of years ago, or it's probably been that pandemic. I kind of wipe out 2020. I forget about it. I enjoyed 2020. (laughs)
0: I actually enjoyed the pandemic. I'm gonna <laughs> I mean, be real with you. No, just, I don't don't get me wrong. I, mean, I
2: just spent it in my house. Like I, I you know, I just finally went back to work and it's a hybrid schedule. Mm-hmm. I've been working in my living room, even doing my radio show has been in my living room for the last two years. So it's it's weird to me to go back into the office and to go back into the, you know, the radio station. It's it's a huge transition. And so it's like almost you kind of miss a year for me. It's a lot of weed and stuff. <laughs> and so um a lot of air fryer. And, and rose vibrator it's I, it's, I block oh. it out and so um I ran into his brother I think it was like in a show during 2018 2019 maybe the beginning of 2019 and I his brother was very young when he passed you know he was well he might have been a little bit older but when I had encountered him he was very young like he was the youngest of them all, and then their middle brother had also uh, passed when we were all cool so Damn. Right. So it's, it's a very tragic story. Um but anyways, I I met this bar and I'm talking and this I was like I I guess you were funny. Everybody keep coming down here talking about how you was funny and da 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 da, da. and I'm like, "Oh yeah, you know, I, this is my thing. This is what I do, you know, baby, I'm funny." And he was like, "You ever heard of a comic named Just Jay?" And I was like, <sighs> "Yeah, that was my best friend growing up and da, da 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 da." He was like, "I don't know you." And I'm like, what you mean? He was like, I'm his little brother, like, and I'm like James. And when I said his name, he was like, Well, how do you know me? And I'm like, Cause I was his friend. I like knew I, you. you know what I'm saying? I knew him, and you know, we just got to talking and the conversation just went back and forth and he was telling me where you know how he passed and where he spent his last days well it's in the apartment complex that i live in and i moved into this apartment complex on a complete whim damn it was i was going through a separation i recently relocated back to kansas city and was in a relationship and we were going our separate ways and we were supposed to move into a house is that him on your shirt no that's tupac who this is tupac <laughs> i ain't a killer but don't push me
0: revenge uh, is like the sweetest joy next to get getting pussy? pussy picture pack grass on the
2: <laughs> you know who it is shut <laughs> up so anyways um <laughs> that was funny <laughs> that should be a clip that should be look at me the producer that should be a clip make sure you make that a clip
0: it's <laughs> clip, and you can follow me at neander cock podcast on OnlyFans.
2: okay all right i'm gonna Pay for that when I could just get it for
0: free. Don't worry, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. ow ow Oh yeah, um, man! <laughs> you go I'm
2: get
0: persuasive. yourself a loan real quick, and we can go back to that bedroom. I'll show
2: you. A get a payday loan, bitch. A payday loan. That's right. So, anyways, make a long story short. um We, I, it just like it. it like, it was kind of a, a moment. It just hit me. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm talking to his little brother. I moved into this apartment that I did not want to move into that it, I was going to not move into. And at the last minute, they were like, no, nah, we found a cheaper apartment. You're mm. going to move into this apartment. And it's literally in the next building that Ooh. he was in. And literally, when I moved back to Kansas City, I just kind of grabbed my comedy career by the balls and was like, we're going to go be funny. You know, we're heartbreaking, heartbroken because of this relationship we don't even want to be back in kansas city but we're here and we're gonna make the best of it and i just you know i got into the improv and then oh my god a comedy club got built across the street from my house (laughs) so across from this apartment and the comedy club in kansas city is predominantly you know where you find me and see me a lot you know um and it just i've been out on the road and just been ever since then like being a stand-up comedian i just believe that it's him inside of me and when I first started comedy I wasn't a polished comic where I had a set like I would just literally go out there and riff on the crowd like I was just freestyle and he was known as the freestyle king of comedy so it kind of put me in this position to where I was kind of known as that. And some comics hated it because they was like, you got to write a set, bro. You can't just be coming out here and be like, oh, ceiling fan, fuck that ceiling fan. <laughs> you know how ceiling fan, y'all know how ceiling fans be ceiling fanning. And when a silver fan don't a fan the way you want it to, and when they got all the dust on it, <laughs> you know. it. But people laughed at it because it was something they could see. You know, and something they could be like, oh, shit, my ceiling fan don't be ceiling and You right. You know, (laughs) you see what I'm saying? Like, it just he was that comic. So one day I reached out to his ex-wife and I sent her a video and I was like, I'm not even trying to be funny. But a lot of people have compared me to him. And I don't I feel like it means more to me if if his family sees it and she saw it and she was like, it's scary. Because it's so, she was like, I know that you don't do his jokes, but it's like listening to him. And even people who have toured with him is like, I, I can see it. You know, it's very, it's very kind of spooky how y'all align. But I'm very much still myself. And even like people that I've worked with, like Rodney Perry, they'll say like, when you go out on the stage, you sound like a dude. You're tiny. You're very short. But you <coughs> like, you're a man. You demand attention you're a whole man on the stage and I'm blessed because it's the one inside of me (laughs) like right now, but like a ghost. (laughs) So I do feel like when I go on stage, I do pray. I always, it's a a thing in me, you know, just a black spiritual thing in me to talk to God, but also talk to him. I'm very um, present with always having a conversation with Jay. And so I always pray to Jesus and just Jay before I touch that stage, because I feel mm. like it's just me kind of carrying the torch for his legacy. Well,
0: that's interesting.
2: Mm-hmm. It's fine. I love it. I love it because I'm an introvert comedy, the politics of it and just all the like, you know, having, you literally got to kiss babies every night after the show, you know, I, babies you know are how, drunken adults. <laughs> do you <laughs> but, know how
0: bad I want to hold a baby? Just, I want to hold, <laughs> I've been on this kick for a while where I just want to hold a cute little baby. It's addictive. I don't you care. care. Like I've got, you know, I got, I got two kids. My oldest or my youngest is five. So it's been a hot minute. And I don't like raising babies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, like babies suck. Mm-hmm. But oh, for a yeah, little yeah. bit, like oh, so if any of my listeners out there they got a baby, I, I can I have hold. a nephew
2: who's eight months. If you want to hold him, my baby eight months is a little big, but I'll I'll hold. He's I mean he's I a want lot like player. a, baby. a baby, baby. You know baby. I want okay.
0: like a one month, two month. Oh. Like I want a old baby.
2: I got you. I got you. I'm sorry. I wish I would have contacted you seven months earlier. Or six. Um, Six. You know, <laughs> I'm sorry. But he's he's fun. But I did babysit him this weekend, and I was like, ah, all that parenting thing. I Because I really have been going through baby fever. Now, after, like, watching him overnight, I was like, I'm cool.
0: Yeah. I'm good. Oh, babies suck. Babies he's suck. He's
2: mean. He's a bully. He likes to hit you, and it's like he looks at you, and then he just bop, bop, oh, my God. bop. Oh, I- like, <sighs> I was like, what is
0: this? There is, there's a level of anxiety kids can give you. I had, Mm -hmm. so my son, he's eight now and I had the roughest time with him as a baby. His
2: mom is calling me the irony. (laughs) He
0: was, he is a really, he was a great baby, but he did have like these outbursts when he got a little bit like toddler age where he would just hit, just hit people out of nowhere. But he's like a sweet, nice kid. I, the first time he met his cousin, uh, and we flew to Michigan, we land, we go to my brother's house, and his son's there, and he's about maybe a year younger than my son, and when they're playing, and then all of a sudden, my son just hauls off in front of everybody, I'm provoked. Just a right hook Clocks him right oh. in the face Like wow And he's done a few slaps and things like that before But nothing like this Like where I've always been like oh shit no And I go grab him But this time it got It reaction to me where I like you know you go Oh you cup your mouth and turn you go oh oh, shit world right right you want to be the (laughs) adult but you like damn your son got
2: knocked
1: the fuck out (laughs)
0: Exactly. i was like like, it was great because it's my younger brother i used to always beat him i was like that's right now my son's beating your son up what up what up bitches
2: (laughs) namaste motherfuckers (laughs) Yes. yes That's but funny.
0: that that it, and it's funny at t- well, now it's funny cuz going can talk about it but during that time it just creates this anxiety cuz he could go off at any moment mm-hmm. but he's not a mean kid we we go to Red Robin Yum. Thank you, Charles. (laughs) I'm
2: late. I was like, okay. So we go to Red Robin. (laughs) And we're sitting. But you got money. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You Uh, got bottomless fries. Cool. You
0: call Red Robin money? (laughs) That's like me like balling out of control. That's like, all right, everybody. This is our one month get out. We're going to Red Robin. I got money.
2: (laughs) Come on, bottomless fries.
0: Bottomless fries with the uh, garlic aioli. Mm. Oh, so we all we get there it's a, it's a family event. It was uh my wife at the time and like her family and then my kid. And then we're eating, everything's going great and then a family sits next to us and they put their little kid in a high chair. And my my son Walks up out of his chair, walks around our table behind everybody, goes straight to this kid and just slaps him, just Hmm. pimp slaps him right in the face and then walks back to his chair. Yeah. I was like, Archer, what the
2: fuck is wrong with your baby? Yes.
0: And I'm like, devastated. Like, these are strangers. Like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. Like, what do you do? Like, and then you're like and then in my but mind, a part of
2: you you like yeah you no, not shit. at that part i'm
0: like no that was like it was a cheap shot that was a sucker shot like hey, <laughs> come on and, but in the back of your mind you're like great now people are the automatic in my mind like they're gonna start thinking oh where did he learn that from mm-hmm. he learns that at the home mm-hmm. oh he must be an abusive dad yeah. probably slapping his wife you know the mom in front like i was like oh so you have to deal with all that raising kids is a trip
2: yeah, it I, is a I, trip. I, my niece, uh, she is like, she's five, but it's like handling somebody who's 25 because oh. she's a sponge and she just like, we had to stop making her call me girl. Cause I call, i will be like girl, anything she does. I'm like, girl, girl. <laughs> so now she, that's how she addresses me. She'd be like, girl, girl. <laughs> and I'd be like, stop calling me girl. She'd be like, okay, girl. <laughs> 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 and she like, I love her because she is my, she's literally my biggest fan. Like She has acknowledged that I do comedy and you would think that she's been in clubs with me or she knows about YouTube or whatever, because she's so fascinated with it. She, every weekend she's like, how was your show? Was it good? Were you funny? And then she's like, good morning, comedy queen. That's what she refers to me as. She's Mm -hmm. never called me auntie. I've always been Janelle or Janelle Banks. Like she's very formal, you know, but she like, she makes me want a kid because i'm like if i could have a kid like that that was my biggest cheerleader like everyone was like good morning girl you know
0: it's amazing
2: yeah but like it just it fascinates me how kids are so they can become miniature yous or just them in a miniature you like oh yeah it's i love them they're sponges they're cute when you do not have to deal with them full time because my niece she is she's talk she's very loquacious so everything is a Charles, google the word location she's just talkative you know she just is always like she has something to say or she's asking you questions or like (laughs) hey look what i can do hey look at this did you know this or like she asks you questions to outsmart you like to basically let you know that she knows things. Like, she'll just ask you a question that I check those her.
0: motherfuckers all the time. Oh, Anytime a kid steps to me acting like they know everything, I check their ass real she's, quick. She's like, real quick. definitely, like, she's internalized no, the no, white no. dude.
2: I've learned in some of the, the workshops I've been in how to power and harness your inner white dude so you can feel successful. And she's definitely harnessed that at five years old. Like, I she got brings got out her tit, like, hey, do you like grass? Well, did you know that grass is da 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 and hydrogen ions, and I'll be like, "Well, okay, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> cool."
0: I figured it out. I love kids too, and I like them on a part-time basis as well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and exactly. that is—I
0: am telling you, like real talk out there for any any of the younger men or women, for that matter, listening to this. There is a real life hack to be learned. With divorced parents. Mm. I love being a dad. It's my favorite thing in the world. And even when I was married and I had the kids 24-7, I I loved it. But it's just, when you're divorced and you got got your time away from them... Mm Which you just come to terms with and, and you get, at first it sucks, but you come to grips with it and then you create your own life around that. Mm-hmm. You create your own life around the time that you don't have them. And it's amazing because it's like, it's you get to be you again. Mm-hmm. You get mm-hmm. your freedom, if that's the best word you can come up with, and you get to be you mm-hmm. and do what you want while you're still raising them. And then when you do have them, you're you're in parent mode and you're yeah. being the best parent you can possibly be and it's just if you can balance that yin and yang out with me I, like for me i'm a i'm a wild maniac you know you like, like not Ryan. really but you know what i mean like i like to get loose like I'm, I'm podcasting i'm going out drinking and having a good time and like living life and you know eat drink and be merry type mm-hmm. type vibe mm-hmm. but then when i got my kids i'm like all right it's serious like you know we gotta do homework we gotta we gotta eat dinner together. We're eating at the table, like we're, we're, you know, I'm disciplining your asses. Like it's real shit. Right. But it's it's just it's a that's the life hack for anybody listening. It is it is it's a life hack.
2: Being and a I, kid, like half the time,
0: a parent half the time, and half the time being you.
2: Fuck. I agree. I I love like I I've, I've always felt that I've co-parented with my mom because I've always had a sibling that was you know, at an age where I was old enough to be a parent, you know, so for me, I've kind of always felt like I've been in parental mode, like on and off, because I've had to be responsible, because although my other sister is nine years older than me, I still always like, when I was in high school, I can remember walking home from high school hanging out and then going back and picking her up from daycare on foot and then walking her home and then walking her to daycare and then walking to high school like I was that responsible person or my mom she worked evenings and so or night or evenings pretty much and so it was me if I had to have an after-school activity taking my little sister to a I remember decorating for homecoming and having my little sister with me. A lot of my friends know my little sister from high school because she came to me, you know, came with me to track meets or like after school functions and things like that, you know. Like I've always kind of have had to be responsible in that capacity. So they like kind of hindered me from having children because I started as such, I don't say started at a young you did age, it already? but I, right. I had to be responsible. <laughs> right. I understood that. That's you know, the thing.
0: It's the responsibility. Yeah, thing. Yeah. That's what it is about what I'm saying. Like the life hack is it's mm-hmm. the, you have. Yeah. I don't, cause I don't love responsibility. Right. Like I like to be a mess. I want to be a disaster if I want to be. So when I don't, like when I got them, I got to be responsible as fuck, but no, I don't that, when I don't have them. I don't have to be that responsible. Exactly. I just I have to like kind of stay alive, mm-hmm. you know. Like I just don't mm-hmm. have to die.
2: <laughs> absolutely, like, absolutely. You know, and that, and I mean, that's the even the same thing with my niece and nephew. I love them to pieces, but I could not full time. I'm like, that's why ah, I don't do
0: drugs? A fentanyl scares
2: me, man. Let's talk about it. Drugs scare me in general.
0: They don't. You, before we cut these mics on, you said you had your first mushroom experience. Yes. I said, let's save that for the podcast. I was going to
2: segue into that. Great minds think a Oh, yeah. Look at us. See, producers.
0: Well, you're going to be a writer for me. Make me famous with your writing.
2: Oh, I could do that. All I right. could get you some great questions. Like if you had guests on and you wanted to know. No,
0: I don't need. I, I don't need any of that. None of that. No, no it's a side project. If side you just project. just blowing me up, making me super okay. famous with whatever skits, Instagram, TikTok, whatever. You
2: know what I'm gonna and do? I'm, cut, I'm gonna write I'm on a piece of paper, "White guy, white guy, white guy," and make him say that and watch him blow up. Just say white guy.
0: White guy, white guy, white guy, white
2: guy. White guy, just white
0: guy, white guy. Just white say guy. it. Just say white it. In guy, different guy, voices. White guy, white guy, white guy, white guy. <laughs> white guy. White guy. I am a white guy.
2: I'm a white guy. And I guarantee you- I am a white guy. I guarantee you- I know you, my father. We, I guarantee you we would have uh, tons of you, thousands of views, by the time we woke up. Oh, well,
0: let's do it. Let's do it. I am the whitest white guy you have ever white met. White
2: guy. <laughs> and then I could be on the other end. Black woman. Black, and we could just play different music. and Black per-
0: woman meets white guy. <laughs> and we could
2: be like Fantasia music <laughs> in the background. <laughs> Salt and pepper is here and we're in effect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm with the shit, Ryan.
0: Rex in effect back again. Checking the <laughs> wreck. Let's begin.
2: I saw the sign. It opened up opened my eyes. Open up my eyes. I saw the sign. Life is demanding. All that she wants is another another baby. baby. She's got (laughs) all that she wants.
0: (laughs) There's another baby.
1: Bitty
2: bitty bumba. I felt like a Puerto Rican in the (laughs) top. (laughs)
0: <laughs> on and on and on and oh, Rico <laughs> Suave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh.
2: Woo, okay, so, Strooming. I feel like that was a Strooming experience right there. Um,
0: i lick your boom boom down and <laughs> down. That was a Canadian, right? He
2: was Canadian, uh, yeah, right? I think so. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 Snow yep he was Canadian, I
0: believe I believe he was sounds yeah
2: um, so I feel like, um, Lord, forgive me for um disclosing this information on public airways, but I also feel like as a comedian, we're gonna do some shit, we're gonna experience some drugs, and I've turned down all the drugs <laughs> so strooms were something that I wanted to try. I've heard things about them, and I did a lot of research because I'm very scary when it comes to anything outside of weed and even with weed like I didn't start smoking weed until my early 20s like I was not one of those people (coughs) who you know was like oh yeah pop 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 like literally somebody put me on weed like a day after my grandmother's funeral because they was like you need something (laughs) you know so um I had my first strooms experience I don't think I was as high as my friend because we definitely, you know, made sure it was both of us in a safe place. Because once again, research, you know, I just wasn't out here like, let me go do some streams and then go to the comedy club, you know, like, <laughs>
0: oh, that'd be fun to go to if not Ooh. performing, but watching
2: baby. um, Well, in the in the vibe that I was in, maybe because I was I was
0: mushrooms will make you giggle.
2: I was a, and that it they do. And I had those moments where I kept laughing, but I was on a vibe. She was on a like, yo, color, shapes, people, things like I just watched her. It looked like my living room was attacking her. She, <laughs> she just sat here like this the whole time. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, and she was like, girl, you don't see it. And I'm like, I don't. <laughs> you know? like I'm just like very like giddy. Like I'm just overjoyed. I did say once I got to a point where I went in the shower and I was like, I need to wash my hair because it's time for me to retwist my hair. So I got in the shower and I swear the music from UFO, uh, your Euro- what is it called, Euphoria, Euphoria, was hitting me, and I was like, why do I keep hearing this song? And then the next thing I know, <gasps> Dead Brother and Dad, I'm like, oh shit, the streams have hit. I'm because I'm like, I literally saw my grandmother. I saw Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor was like, hey, keep doing it. Keep pushing. Like, it was I in know
0: wheelchair. You... Or was he good? Richard. Pryor? No, he
2: was. It was like full prime. Suit, like I got my suit Richard on, Pryor, like Booster Millions, Afro, motherfucker. Let's go. And full Sunset of Boulevard yeah. Boulevard. On, you know, what I'm trying to say Sunset on Boulevard. That guy Richard must Pryor, be crazy. Like straight up. <laughs> And he was just like, you you frustrated, you, you know, whatever, girl, shut up. Get the fuck out of your head. And, you know, his. and then Dave Chappelle came in and was like, I second that. You fine. Because you, I tell people when I'm feeling real cocky, I'll be like, I'm borderline funny as Dave Chappelle. Because, like, I make very uncomfortable situations, funerals and all that shit funny. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm that guy. Like, you can't. You can't be mad around me. You can't be sad around me. I'll turn some domestic violence shit into something hilarious. Like, I, I'm just that person. I refuse to let people be in a moment that does not, not me. make I'm a, I'm them feel I'm taking advantage happy. of the
0: situation and pulling that fine-ass beauty back to my house and pouncing on that wounded animal. Come here, girl.
2: Mm-mm. Yeah. Nah. Like, for yeah. me, I just, that, I just, humor has saved my life figuratively and, and, and just, in so many ways it literally has just physically and figuratively saved my life and to me i just feel like i don't know like the whoever whatever you believe in god the universe whatever poetry geist the matrix whatever simulation
0: matrix yes
2: um i was put here to be humorous and i feel like i can find something hilarious like a lot of my jokes come from me just having conversations with people on the phone, my friends. I'd be like, Ooh, let me write that down. That shit's going to hit on stage. Cause that's where I am at." you know, like y'all funny. I'm funny. Life experiences are funny and we have to pull the humor out. What could, you know, be. And like, I'm this human who is a social and I'm a social butterfly. But at the same time, I'm driven by anxiety. Like I have so many fears and phobias and a lot of them is just humor encounters and so, for me, my icebreaker or my leverage is humor, and it has been that since I was a child, as long as I can remember, and so that's why I like stand up makes sense. But for me, I feel like humor comes in every aspect of life, even in corporate America when you're trying to relate to your employers or employees or whatever, you have people come in and you have them do icebreakers with you. You want to bring your employees together to experience laughter and some type of comfortableness with each other. And I feel like humor is yeah, that but blanket.
0: dangerous in that in that, Environment, You know, because it's got to be so PC. Absolutely. You know but I, mean? I also
2: feel like it's still a blanket. It's still some type of comfortableness. It, right. it, it breaks humans down to feel like even if you are a PC, it still breaks people down to communicate with each other because you have people who come from all these different walks of life, different degrees, different mm-hmm. whatever backgrounds. And so I think sometimes making people laugh Especially, what I like about my humor is I can touch a crowd where it's a fifteen-year-old, a thirty-six-year-old, and an eighty-year-old. Can't touch you a fifteen-year-old. Not touch them. Shut Just up. Said it. You, uh, rewind but- the tape, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> rewind the tape. But to <laughs> to to bring humor in Charles those is a different hit left. those different um you know age groups to be able to still make them laugh off of one thought you know because when you think of comedy sometimes especially women you think we either up there telling dick jokes or relationships you got any good dick jokes i got some good dick jokes and i'm a lesbian lay it on me um well i don't i think (laughs) (laughs) that i don't that was my dick joke i tell people all the time that i I'm, I, I don't tell jokes. I tell public service announcements. Okay, right? give me a dick PSA. So, a dick PSA is women need to stop taking big dick. It is disgusting. It is humiliating your cervix. When we talk about your cervix in science, it's only so many inches long. And so, if you're sitting up here taking all this big dick, you know, eight inches, nine inches twelve. I mean, people, women brag about these big penises at the point they're back they're like their rim sizes, you know. Now, I feel like you're fitting a Honda and not your cervix, you know. Okay. And (laughs) And at this point, you're destroying your body like. 20 years from now you're gonna be doing the dishes in your fucking elbow or something's gonna fall off why because you was fucking ghost riding the whip and dropping it like it's hot when cash money was taking over for the 9-9 in the 2000 so all I'm saying is slow down because you might be entitled to compensation because Tyrone you called on him so many fucking times he blew your back out now you got osteoporosis from doing the butterfly oh, and having Meganese you damn. know
0: you put a call Tyrone fucking call yeah. back in there damn. yeah
2: I'm just saying and that's what I'm saying like big dick don't make you parallel park better we not the best drivers our driving record ain't great dick didn't make us no better we don't know the secret ingredient to don when it gets the fucking tough stains and grease out right we don't know none of that we not scientists we just out here taking big dick stop doing that from one woman to another all I'm saying is I've been busting plenty of nuts from just clitorial stimulation you Damn. don't have to have nobody in your guts that's construction you are not 435 you a woman You know?
0: (laughs) Nice. That's fucking well done.
2: PSAs. These are not just jokes. These are public service announcements. I'm trying to save people. Damn. I want to be a politician. Damn,
0: small dick dudes everywhere are championing you right now, like Janelle Banks. Yes,
2: you get you some average size. Oh, my five inch dick is thanking you. Absolutely, and I think that's I think that's a good lover. To be honest, you don't need all of that. And I'm over here sitting
0: like, shut the fuck up. You're chasing my bitches.
2: (laughs) Come on, Daddy Long Stroke. I got it. I know you deal with that skincare regimen. Uh, you know? That you do or do not have. It's, that's funny. Ah, drink your wine.
0: Baby. I may or may not put something on my face. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 I can And you can't You, it. really, it's just the Aldi stuff that's got the grit in it. It's blue and it's got the grit in it. Oh, yeah, it's great. I do it every day. <laughs>
2: I have to like put something on my skin <laughs> at this point. The whole time
0: she was sitting, I was "Like, God damn it, I do. I don't have like a regimen. I'm not like, oh, I'm not like God. super metro with it. But I get in the shower and I do have my routine. And there is that little blue stuff with the grit in it from Aldi's that I, you know, it, oh,
2: you get it from <clears throat> Aldi's for because real. I used to get the
0: good, the good expensive stuff. Okay, but I was like, Aldi's got the same thing. And 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 when science. Breaks down these fucking ingredients. Mm -hmm. It doesn't care what the major label says is. The ingredients is all the same. So I get that. And I put that all over. I got the little beard wash when the beard's going strong. I got you. You I uh, hear you.
2: you I... I am. This is the best day. This is the best Sunday yeah. ever. Yeah. Like, okay, so I had to get on my story because I, anytime I link up with you, you just make me so happy. And white Aww. men don't do that for me. Well,
0: you know, I, I don't know how exactly to take that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I should be offended <laughs> or extremely overjoyed <laughs> with that.
2: <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, hear me out, hear me out. I'm hearing you Because you do have like a white guy <laughs> named Ryan. I'm white. A, Wait, I,
0: I mean you, you do. I got you do. But parents. you give
2: me like Grey's anatomy white. Like definitely <laughs> like I'm down to swirl with you. And not like have babies, but like swirl around the town. Like just go to all the uh the events together. You know, like well, let's, let's go to just,
0: climax. Come on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> let's do it. I mean, I grew up in the suburbs. I listen to Mix 93.3. This is logical. <laughs> you said it. He's like, let's just go to Climax. You're going to dive right in there. Let's just go off the of 31st and Van Brunt. Let's hang out. Nah,
0: I cut my teeth on Wyandotte with fucking schizophrenic crackheads in my old building. Like buying. You know, it don't matter. I've,
2: you know. I got you. Let's get it. I'm with it. I need to uh, get out of my shell, my grieving shell, and explore the world. It's time we'll to grieve. get back out there. Do you're
0: grieving, but if you're uh coming towards the tail end of it and you need to kind of
2: I'm I think I venture need out. To. Let's fucking
0: venture out. I
2: need to I'm on this like, I wanna like travel quick. Like, I've always been a travel person and just meeting strangers. I'm tired of fitting in, like, a friendship box. Like, I just love meeting people having experiences. And, you know, if we stay in touch, we do. If we don't, we don't. You know, let's just have the time of our lives.
0: I'm glad I reached out to you because I was thinking, like, oh, she. I don't know, I was, like, curious if you're just kind of like, ah, you're done messing with me, quote, unquote, no. or if, like, you were just too busy or whatever. So I was like, I got to just reach out.
2: I'm glad you did. I'm glad some people didn't give up on me because some people give up on you, you know, and they're yeah. like, whatever. Yeah, but. my dad gave up on me. <laughs> he just left
0: me. <laughs> and my brother, he just said bye.
2: Those sons of bitches. You yeah. You want me to go hit them up when I hit Anna up too? He's
0: already dead. You just go hit up Anna.
2: Okay, I'm going to hit up Anna, Anna. Oh,
0: yeah, I got the oh, shuffle too. Okay. <laughs> No me
2: Ah you did not hear that. Me and Andrew's gonna go have cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I And really if my w-
0: kids are ever listening to this when you're older, I'm kidding. Your mom she's is Josh and young. yeah. Yeah well she's,
2: she's fabulous. Fabulous. So good. So good for the human. Oh my god. Earth, world, and universe. She's so good. Um <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I, I do, I wanna get out of that. You know, and that's that's one of the reasons why I started painting. Cause it was just kind of an escape, you know. To I'm looking focus for on I, I'm else. looking
0: for some new artwork up here. I if will you definitely want give you. I will
2: show you my wall. You know, that there
0: with Brandon Patrick is an Aaron Scarborough piece. I'm I actually Aaron.
2: You know, me I'm actually Aaron, looking to
0: replace that.
2: We've had a great bond, and he's never drew me. But then again, mm. I've never paid him money, and I'm sure it, he needs money for that. And I probably I respect I didn't, his craft.
0: <clears throat> he gave that to me. I didn't pay for that he just he i think he did that for fun when he did it i love it it's aaron if you're ever gonna
2: listen to this you should draw me i'm sexy and i look like a lot of other black women that came before me so you should do it that's just how i feel and um if you don't do it then you and anna are gonna meet my wrath damn
0: yeah damn maybe he can picture maybe he can Draw a picture of the two of us doing something fun.
2: <laughs> no, but I do love like a Aaron. caricature. Like if i a could... caricature
0: of us in like a Harley Davidson <laughs> going down like <laughs> right? the Grand Canyon yes. or something like something
2: stupid. <laughs> I love it. Or sitting over here playing with rocks or some shit. I love it. I I love Aaron. I if there was a person I could I would have to tour with or could tour with from Kansas City, it would be him. We're very much introverts. We are the same kind of person, so I like him very much. um we mesh very well when we perform together. Um, I like to call us salt and vinegar chips because I, it's yeah. so weird, but it's a good flavor. It's a good it's a good combo. That's
0: my favorite. I love salt and vinnies. And
2: and everybody loves salt and vinnies, and that's just how I feel. <laughs> like our comedy is so much the same. Like I feel like Aaron is like the white male version of me like the the things that i would say when it comes to dating or just about being an introvert or dealing with life (laughs) it's his his perception which i feel like is very we're like when when we're in the green room we're very much the same person when we're on the road we're very much the same person like ah people oh shit (laughs) um hey (laughs) you know like oh yeah i did tell those jokes and yes i was great but you don't have to shake my hand about it You don't have to do that, (laughs) you know. We're very, we're very, just we're very much introverted people, and that's what I like about him. You know, we like a quiet green room. We not all about having music and all this and that. You know, if I'm over in the corner taking pictures, he not asking me questions about me taking pictures. He minded his business, you know, and we just get along. We've road tripped together. He's the best. We've got along. Great road trip person. Great. You guys
0: would be fun. I'd like to see you guys together. That'd be a fun. we
2: we had an amazing time working with each other new year's um even it was a last minute gig it was crazy weather crazy circumstances but he just like he was cool and he's just a good dude yeah he's a good solid guy and so good dude in general It just yeah it just he's a gentleman he's a nice person and i think that we just mesh very well yeah
0: well when you get to be his age i think he's 46 oh my
2: god first of all he's like 27 shut up (laughs) but that's what i'm saying he's so seasoned and he's just so like he's he really like a cast
0: iron pan you know he
2: just exactly he's just he's so just he's he's got he's a staple you gotta have him around gotta have him he's good people and i like good people and he just makes a tour easy. I don't think. Who easy, are some good incredible. Kansas City
0: people we should uh locally? We should be keeping our eye on that we can see fairly often.
2: Um, as far as com- I feel like I'm horrible because I'm so out the loop.
0: So okay, if you're out the loop, forgive that's
2: fine. me. No, I mean there's some comics that I. I love um, who are the ones who
0: are the ones you don't love. No, who are the I'm ones you don't like? That. Who are the ones that just are not funny? Like Satan? God, this guy, this fucking guy. Go I don't home, know Satan.
2: That's the thing. The people that I don't like, I don't know their name. Yeah, they're so white it doesn't. Dudes, yeah, they are. Um, you yeah. son of a <laughs> bitch! You racist
0: son! I'm <laughs> trying to cut it off.
2: No, I think Kansas City has a great comedy scene, and there is a lot of comics that I feel like I fuck with on an aesthetic level that I feel like they're fun. Um, There's a guy named Ace Typhoon Panda, Larry. He's just, he's like, I don't want to call him a grandpa of our community, but he's the, the most neutral party of our community. Like, you're never gonna be mad about some if you if you're like I hate this comic fuck him da 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 da. Ty's gonna be like, but he's a child of God and he did this one joke that was really good and he was cool and you shouldn't even be mad. You know, like he's just that peaceful comic. Um, Brock Bristow, I think I'm excited for him because I feel like Brock he's so young that he's definitely going to be the guy you're going to see on late night television in the future Mm -hmm. just for me his whole persona his just whole like his just he's a he's a quirky writer and I feel like he aesthetically is going to reach America like he just has those jokes that are very like you know you're just like he's a Jerry Seinfeld, you know, like he just reminds me of a, what's
0: the deal with.
2: He's a very, you know, he's, he's a redhead. He's a ginger, which I think will also make him a great selling point in the future. But he just has this stick already. He's so young. Like, I don't even know how old he is, but I feel like he's not even 21 yet. I don't know. But he's and he's just a comics comic. He's friendly. You don't really have a reason to hate him unless you're just jealous. Um but he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Lynn Navratel's a good guy. He's funny. He's just he's he's a very good guy to have in the green room. He roots for every comic. Here. Are these
0: people that you can all see at the case? Absolutely. You can case. see them at the
2: improv or the comedy club of Kansas. You can Are those two
0: places you mainly mm-hmm. frequent?
2: Well here, yes. But you know That's what I
0: here locally here. Yeah.
2: You know, here I do everywhere. You know, you can catch me at the Buffalo Room. You can catch Buffalo. me. Um Oh, my God. I feel like I've done everything with a stage and a microphone here. Like hmm. the Pizza Kitchen in Westport. Like that was a spot for me. Damn. Um, I started at GQ's on 45th i thought about prospect. getting back
0: into it. Like I did it a couple times at the Rhino. You should do now it. And now that shit's back kind of going. I've
2: never performed at the Rhino.
0: Now that shit's kind of popping again. I wouldn't mind. I've got a bunch of stuff semi-written, like premises. I'm like, oh, I could riff on this for... Whatever, five minutes.
2: Let's do it. If you make me, this is the thing. I am a professional person. So if we say we're going to go meet at a place at a time, then I, in my head, feel like I have to be there because it's like a job obligation. So even if it was an open mic and you're like, hey, we're going to this open mic on this night, I'm I'm with it. Whereas if I just say, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to this open mic and then I don't Wait, you'll go to an
0: open mic with me?
2: Absolutely. Or when? Like any open mic
0: Thursday. When's the one you? When's the?
2: The one at the um, Kansas City Comedy Club is Thursday nights.
0: When's the other ones you go to?
2: I don't. That's the only one that I've been to recently. I know. Let's go. There's one Sunday at the Mockingbird. It might be tonight. Um, Uh, Okay. Um. Let's go. I have to see. see.
0: I'm down. I will fucking go tonight. What's the Mockingbird?
2: It's out. It's like in KCK. It's on the cusp of KCK. What does
0: that mean? Is that K- cusp of KCK and KCMO, or KCK and like? Piper at Leavenworth and KC Mo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know <laughs> I have
2: to um, I'll, I'll check when we when we get well, come on I'll,
0: let's see oh, Thursday you wanna do Thursday Will you wanna meet me so- I can do Thursday if you wanna do I, a-
2: I, can, I, mean, I can do Thursday for, I'm trying to think if I have anything coming up or a up different Thursday. Thursday I don't wanna put you on the spot no no I'm trying to think I don't think I have anything coming up cause this will be like what the first is Friday so I don't I think-
0: need someone to hold my hand
2: I got you, and I like this mic because a lot of you have you have a lot of new people who are just diving in, and you have a lot of seasoned comics. So this mic is very, and then you have that that caveat that you may have that headliner that's there for the week. Um, so I mean, I have gotten to do some shows. Uh, at the improv because I've done the open mic and it fell on the night with that headliner for the weekend was there and they were <gasps> like, shit, come do a guest spot. Like, come hang out with me. We can you know? come up with
0: something fun. All right, right, let's. I want to do something like that. That'd be cool.
2: Yes, yes. And we can still do a pink drink review at the comedy club. I'm sure they have a pink drink or something that they can concoct.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
2: I definitely feel like we need a night at of Big C's martini shack. All right. Once again, they owe us money for all Big the post Y'all owe us money.
0: We come out there, you owe us at least a free pink drink or two.
2: Because we have said your name 17 times on this podcast today. Big so. C's. Yes.
0: Janelle, this was fun. This was fun. We'll do it again. Mm-hmm. We'll work in real life also outside of here doing something. Hopefully an open mic. Maybe you yes. can work on some, you know, help me with my, a couple of my jokes.
2: I will send you the open mic list that is circulating in our community. So I don't you know what can that see means. all the, it's literally all the open mics throughout Kansas City that's going oh, on okay. right now. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Yes. Yeah, so is there anything you'd like to say to uh, my listeners right now to, you know, Pimp, your, pimp yourself. Oh Pretend we're from Memphis.
2: Okay. Now that i got a little liquid courage, Kansas City, please do not sleep on me. I am an entertainer's entertainer. And I am so well-versed. I am not only a commissioned artist. I paint. I do graphic design. You can find some of my actual graphic designs throughout Kansas City. They're still there. They're staples. I've done graphic design for several businesses within Kansas City and Houston, Texas, as well as my other uh, residency. Um, I am a, I'm, I'm a, just a phenomenal comic. You might catch me on a commercial doing voice work for Adidas. Cross our fingers, and just so many other things. I mean, I'm really out here trying to put myself out here, and I just need encouragement and motivation. Um, I know I don't look the part of your average superstar, but in my head. I am, and I have touched so many places, and seen so many faces, and have have came close to people that I've idolized growing up. You know, um, to have the contacts that I have in my phone lets me know that I'm sitting in a seat where I belong, and I just need uh, my hometown to see that because. So many careers I hear about um, from any celebrity and any standpoint, they just need that hometown support and that motivation. Because if you can't make it in your hometown, you feel like essentially you can't make it anywhere. Mm -hmm. And I have made it. And I just need that booster, you know, that essential backup support to let people know that. I'm here. Um, I'm a black woman. I am queer. Um, wherever you want to put that on your, of life. Yes. Um, but I'm also, I'm just talented and well-versed and it's all been a DIY experience for me. I did not have private schools. I did not have, um, I went to dance school. I did go to Smith sisters. Shout out to Smith sisters on prospect in Kansas city. Um, but, I didn't have a classical training of being a writer or actress. I just went to a public high school. I was on a debate team and I just believed in myself and I believed in myself in areas where I just felt I was different and I needed to excel to just feel like a human, to have human experiences. When you're bullied and belittled as a child and you don't feel like you belong in a world, you look at art and other things, maybe sports, maybe art, but acting art and stand-up has always been my escape from not feeling like I was enough. And so now that I know I'm so freaking good at it, um, I just need Kansas city uh. to believe in it. And regardless if Kansas city magazine or pitch does not believe in it or whoever <laughs> voters, don't worry about um, that. I still, I have performed on several stages in New York and I'm known in New York as the girl from Kansas, which I have to correct everybody and tell them I'm from Kansas city, Missouri, <laughs> but I'm well known throughout the city uh, or the United States as being this underdog and being this person that when people encounter me, they like, Oh, shit she funny and lively and vibrant and helpful and considerate and kind my mom raised such a great child i'm so helpful i'm so compassionate i'm a philanthropist i'm a humanitarian just based off of instinct not because of it's popular She's you know going. i'm sorry I just wanted these people to know these things.
0: I said, pimp yourself real quick. She I just did. Gave I'm sorry. I had, oh to.
2: I had to. Oh, my God. I had to. Oh, my god! I'm sorry. What do you want me Whoa. to do? I had to represent. You gave me a microphone. And Whoa.
0: That's the liquid courage. Definitely got to just wind her up. Let her sorry. go. Janelle Banks, everybody. Boop, She's hilarious. Boop, boop, boop. Google uh, me. Google her. Google her. Google me.
2: Google her. And then her call me.
0: And call her. <laughs> <laughs> and uh call me right. bye